the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Colorado Issues. I'm Tom Mueller. And spokesperson from the IRS, Internal Revenue Service, is Karen Connolly, who's going to be talking to us about some scams that you should be aware of. Karen, so good to have you here. Thank you, Tom. It is a pleasure to be here. Uh, this is something we're hearing more and more about, isn't it, about scamming generally, but also uh, with uh, with the tax uh, uh, forms and things. Exactly. So scams happen all year long, every day, 24-7. Um, nobody is really exempt from these. And they can be anything from a telephone call to an Internet um, email phishing scheme. So we're just warning people always to be alert. And we have some tips for folks to just sort of do what you can to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, are these scams? I mean, obviously, we're in the last two months of the year. And then we are looking forward to April 14th. Are these scams uh, seasonal or are they all year long? They are all year long. We do have some of our scams that we see that are tax specific. They peak during filing season, but these are things we see all year long, mm. every single day. So folks should keep aware and become vigilant to the signs and, and do some things to protect themselves. Beautiful. Well, to, to start, and by the way, I want to point out that uh, next week as this airs, November 27th through uh, December 1st is Tax Security Awareness Week, and you have a lot of things going on that week to raise awareness. We do, and we hope, like I said, even if, you know, just as an individual, there are things that you can do. Um, we have some items that will be geared more towards the tax professionals. Um, so a little bit of something for everyone, and, and we hope it's beneficial, and we hope folks will share that information with, with everyone. Well, generally speaking, what scams are out there? Well, we do a dirty dozen every year. We do that during filing season. Um, but the top three consistently have been email phishing schemes, um, the telephone scam, and identity theft. Mm. And just uh, describe how those work. Sure. So email phishing scam. Now, this can be anything from an email that looks like it's from the Internal Revenue Service. Maybe it looks like it's from your bank, your credit union, or maybe even a firm where you have money invested. It can also, and we've seen this recently, be a business um, say that's uh, soliciting wants you to confirm your credit card number that you have on file. Um, might be looking for you to give a password away, your login information, or even wants you to click on a link, which then's going to download some malware, which then can do everything from infect your computer to steal your pertinent information that you already have on your hard drive, for example. So, and as far as the phone scam. Boy, if you haven't gotten this one, you're probably lucky. I work for the Internal Revenue Service, and my phone rings with this one. And basically, in this tactic, um, they tell the victims that they're if they don't, you know, call them back immediately, there's going to be a warrant for their arrest. There's always some imminent threat, mm-hmm. um, and um, obviously, they want folks to call back, and and they they con people into going and doing wire transfers or buying. 
maybe buying a particular uh, debit card that they can then take from them. So uh, be very vigilant against those. And, of course, the last one's identity theft. Mm. We don't always know how folks um, get our information. That can be from a data breach, which there's been several large ones across the country, and you hear about those on the news first, and then sometimes you get mail in your in your you know, box there uh-huh. that says you've been part of this, so mm-hmm. here's what to do. Um, so we, you know, these are all just our predominant ones. There are several more out there, but these are the ones that we see most most frequently. I would imagine that uh, the best thing that you can do is have a healthy dose of skepticism on any contact that comes to you. Yeah, it's unfortunate that that's kind of how what we've moved to, but you know. A lot of these things have happened to me too, and I feel like I'm, I'm fairly versed in this. I'm not a cybersecurity expert by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination, but, but I keep up on this topic. And not long ago, I got an email from my bank, looked very legitimate, and it wanted me to answer, uh, it, the email, text of the email said, we're upping our security measures and we would like you to answer, uh, all of these questions about your, uh, security pass security questions you know those ones like maybe um your favorite ice cream or your friend in high school or your favorite pet you know and so it had lists of all these questions that they wanted me to fill in the answers to and i thought huh i don't know about that Uh and actually when you uh scrolled over the uh the address from the the person sending it Mm -hmm. it was not at mybank.com. Uh-huh. So that was my giveaway. But some of these things, you know, it came to the right email address. It, it all seemed very legitimate. Mm. So when people, when this happens to people, I mean, my heart goes out to them, but I totally see how people fall for this. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, you're a busy person. You're just trying to get through the day. Yeah. You say, oh, I better answer my bank right away. I've got a problem with my account. Uh-huh. Um, but that's that's exactly where you have to stop. And you have to call your bank like I should have when I saw that. I I did not fill out out the form, but Mm -hmm. um, had I, you know, they would have hacked my accounts, taken my money, Mm -hmm. maybe established, gotten enough information to open new credit cards or other accounts at other places. And, you know, it goes from there out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so bottom line, beyond just having a healthy dose of skepticism, don't give away any information uh, without, uh, uh, you know, don't fill in the, the, the questions about uh, your, your uh, social security number, any of this stuff. No, I, and I have a little motto. It's when in doubt, don't give it out. Mm. Uh, stop what you're doing. Uh, hang up the phone. Make sure you're initiating that, that mm-hmm. interaction with the person and make sure you know that you're calling a phone number that is your bank mm-hmm. or not just some 800 number that somebody gave you on the voicemail. Right. Um, that's kind of usually a clue. Mm-hmm. Um, also with like, you know, uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming up. We also have some other tips for folks just about, you know, shopping at familiar online retailers, making sure that the URL is HTTPS, that S is a security function, um, avoid unprotected Wi-Fi, places like coffee shops, hotels, um, public transportation that may allow you to have Wi-Fi access, mm-hmm. that is not secure. Mm-hmm. And so somebody can be watching you, can't catch, capturing your screen, you know, all kinds of things. So mm-hmm. be leery of that. And, of course, we want to learn to recognize and avoid those phishing emails that we all get. Uh, pretty much I think everyone gets them. Yeah. Um, 
just make sure anytime anybody asking for a password, saying a password's expiring, your account needs to be updated, obviously that's kind of a red red flag mm-hmm. that somebody's trying to get you to give them the information. So also with computers, always keep a clean machine. I have a young adult at home and I struggle with this a little bit. You want to make sure you have all those security uh, filters that you can have. Make sure they run frequently and update um, the most uh, current versions. Um, make sure you have long, strong, unique passwords. Mm-hmm. No, um, you know, password one, two, three. Yeah, uh, right. Or, or common names or things like that are pretty easy to hack. Uh-huh. So um, the longer the better. Experts suggest 10 characters and a combination, you know, of uppercase, lowercase, mm-hmm. uh, letters, numbers, those types of things. Um, and a lot of our banks and financial institutions are using multi-factor authentication. We're also doing that at the IRS with several of our online functions. And that's basically meaning that um, you'll get either an email or a uh, text to your mobile phone that you have to, to enter that information. So um, that's just an added level, layer of protection. So use it when you can. Sign up for it at your bank or your credit union or whoever you use. Um, and, of course, if you're keeping certain information on your computer like tax records, banking records, your social security number, mm-hmm. make sure you encrypt that and have um, password protected sensitive data. And you know, it seems like everything has a password and it's so hard to remember all of them. Yeah. There are um password banks or certain um items that you can get now to mm-hmm. store your passwords right. that are encrypted. So, yeah. um look into that if you can't remember them all cuz I know I can't. <laughs> I can't either. And uh and it's all very confusing, but you're right. Uh, you have uh, these, you call them password banks where, where it's encrypted and then you hit the button and then it'll put the password in Helps for you. you out. Yeah. 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 Um, if, if the IRS were to contact me, um, how do, what only ways do they contact with me? Uh, and what ways do they not? Obviously, they don't send. Uh, we're not going to get a text message from us, uh, and we're not going to contact you on social media of any variety. Uh, generally speaking, the first time you're going to hear from us is a letter in your mailbox called a notice. It'll give you specific instructions on who to contact, what we're looking at, um, what what the situation is. Um, also, that's regular mail delivered by U.S. Postal Service. Um Generally speaking, if any, if you ever do run into an IRS agent, everyone calls us agents even when we're not. (laughs) But if you do, they're going to have two forms of identification. They're going to allow you and encourage you to verify that Mm. identification. So if if somebody ever shows up at your door, for example, that's, that's a good way to know. Um, and also anytime you're dealing with the IRS, there's a taxpayer bill of rights. There is a whole litany of things that you, you have rights to as a taxpayer. Mm-hmm. So that's why when these phone calls come and they're demanding immediate payment, right there, take a step back. Mm-hmm. You have appeal rights. You have the right to question how much we're saying that you owe. There is a whole process that you are entitled to as a taxpayer. So that's kind of a clue always when you're supposedly dealing with the Internal Revenue Services. Say, I want to, I want to look at my bill of rights. Mm-hmm. And any of our employees have copies of that. Um, we all have it, you know, memorized. There are 10 of them. So anytime you deal with somebody who's demanding something immediately, that's that's your key that it's mm-hmm. not that. Let me ask you some specific questions about filing. Um, is 
Is it safe to file online? Is it better to file uh, by mail? What's what's the whole it's, filing thing? Yeah, it's safe. It's accurate. Um, generally speaking, if you combine filing with direct deposit, you can get your uh, refund significantly faster. Nine out of ten last year got their refunds in 21 days or less. Mm-hmm. So, so no worries. Fine there. We've not had a data breach. Um, Again, you want to make sure that if you're, whether you're doing it on your home computer or you have a tax professional, generally speaking, if a tax pro files, um, 10 people or more for money, mm-hmm. they absolutely have to file online. Mm-hmm. So there are only a few instances where you ever need to file on paper. And so, yeah. So no problem. If online. you haven't done it, try it. Uh-huh. That's what I can say about uh, <laughs> electronic filing. Actually, I feel safer having uh, my tax professional mm-hmm. handle all it because uh, I'm stupid. You know, I mean, I, I well, just... a lot of folks do. It's not about being stupid, but I mean, this is what I do every day, so uh-huh. I'm on top of those things. But if you, you know, if you're a busy person, you've got jobs and kids and lives, you don't have time to stay on top of tax yeah. law. Um, I always encourage folks, um, the tax software packages are really nice. They're, mm-hmm. they're pretty simple. It's question and answer, step by step, plug it in and you can go through. Um, but you know, about 60% of folks hire a tax pro. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're comfortable with is what you should do. Yeah. 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 That's good. And the filing online, which my guy does, and I'm, comfortable because he knows what he's doing. I would probably not be as comfortable, you know, uh, if if I was doing it myself because I don't know what I'm doing. But that's that's good advice. Uh, I'm talking with Karen Connolly, who is a spokesperson with the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, and uh, to help you understand all of these things that we're talking about and be aware of uh, the security issues, generally speaking, as well as... Uh, uh, the IRS, uh, they are initiating something called Tax Security Awareness Week, which begins next week as we air this, November 27th through December 1st. Um, in terms of refunds now, you hear every once in a while of, uh, of, uh, the, um, uh, the thieves uh, stealing your refunds. How, how does that happen? Well, essentially, they have access to your Social Security number or your ITIN, which is your individual taxpaying identification number. They file a false return, Mm -hmm. and they do it before you do it, and then they make up numbers. They don't necessarily need your W-2 or, you know, your interest information from your payers. They just make up numbers, and they they get that to uh, be delivered to an account that they hold. Uh And then uh, when you go to file, whether, you know, it's electronically or on paper, um, we say we can't accept this. We already have one based on your social security number. That sometimes is individuals' first indication that they've been, you know, subject to mm-hmm. identity theft. And it co- can go bigger than taxes, of course, but sometimes that is the first indicator is when they file their mm. taxes. That was one of my questions is how do you know when you've been hacked or when you uh been uh, fraudulently you know filed but so somebody gets in there ahead of you yeah they file so they obviously have already gotten information that is credible to the IRS Correct. i imagine mm-hmm. if they used your name but had a false 
social security number, that would be a red flag immediately. It would not go through, right, because your name has to match what the Social Security Administration has on file with your social security number. Uh-huh. So any variance in that would, would kick them out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they've gotten just enough to get them in there and, uh-huh. and get them uh, in trouble with you. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things, too, that, that folks can do. You ask, how do you know? Uh-huh. Well, you can always get a free credit report from the, the three credit bureaus, the major ones. Um, obviously, you want to check for any cre- crazy credit changes. Mm-hmm. You can create a My Social Security account with a Social Security Administration online. And that, that can see, you can see there how much income is being reported for your Social Security oh. number. So that might be a tip. Another thing, too, we have um, on IRS.gov, um, you can go on and look at My Tax Account. Uh-huh. So um, those are some things, too, and, and that should obviously just show your most recent tax returns, how much was refunded or you paid, those types of things. You can get pertinent information about what you filed with us as well. And that website again is? IRS.gov. Okay. And the search engine is really actually pretty good. You can look by topic. Um, we have several great online resources. They're available 24-7. So we always ask folks if they're having trouble to check with that first, uh-huh. IRS.gov. Now, what's your recourse if somebody did get in ahead of you and then, you know, you 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 file, uh, honestly, and IRS says, gee, we already heard from you, sorry, uh, end of conversation, is it? No, well, no. Um, a lot of times we ask you to um, file a police report with your local authorities, let them know what happened. We'll a- also ask you to file an identity theft affidavit, um, which is a form you can download online and print off. And um, generally speaking, we'll ask that you file on paper that particular year. And then, you know, it's um, we have an entire group of folks that are dedicated to figuring out who's who and what's what mm-hmm. and getting that refund to you um, and getting your tax account straightened out. Um, it's not going to be quick. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, with any of this, whether it's your bank account, a credit card, whatever the thieves have gotten to, um, it's generally more energy than you want to put into yeah. it. So, again, uh-huh. an ounce of prevention may be worth a pound of cure. And I know folks are saying, uh, they're, you know, I was part of a data breach, and, and I've been part of several. Uh-huh. So, you know, we do get that. We understand that. But it is a process. We want to make sure that we're you know, making sure who's who and what's what before yeah. we let any money out. And boy, it's a fact of life for us now today, isn't Unfortunately, it? Unfortunately, it is a sign of the times, I mm-hmm. think. Is it safe to get your refund by direct deposit? Absolutely. So the service that we use is um, similar to what folks, the Veterans Administration, the Veterans Payments, um, and Social Security recipients get. Um, very safe, very secure. Um, goes uh-huh. right to your account. You can split it into three different accounts. Um, you can also um, decide that you want to invest part of it and send it there. Uh-huh. So there are some things that you can do um, other than just getting that directed into your checking account if that's what you wish to do, and we can do that too. The one area that I always hold my breath in uh, with is uh, that my refund gets to me. I mean, I think, all right, everything is fine, you know, and I direct deposit, but once it gets deposited, I go, whew. I think that's a, a, you know, I don't think that's uncommon. Um I, I wish there weren't all these things in the world today that would make people wonder about their tax situation and about us at the Internal Revenue Service. Um, uh, people ask me from time to time why I do what I do. And, and you know, 
I, I don't, I, I, this is great work, uh-huh. you know, teaching yeah. people about taxes and, and about my agency. And, you know, we're, we're here to serve the public. That's yeah. what we do. Sure. Looking ahead, uh, which is only a week away to the Tax Security Awareness Week, um, you've got posts coming up regularly on Facebook and Twitter on uh, that uh, Tax Awareness Week. Uh, tell us about those postings and how people can access them. Sure. Um, all of the, the spokespeople, like myself, have uh, individual Twitter accounts. We have a national Twitter account, IRS News, minus KC underscore IRS. Um, and we put out, we're going to put out tweets about this week. We're also, every day of the week, the five uh, weekdays, are a news release geared at you know, informing the public about tax security. Um, and we've partnered with um, state tax associations, uh, tax professionals across the country, also to help us just get the word out. However folks get the word, whether it's through um, a posting on somebody else's website, uh, we don't care. Just get the information because it's valid. And we feel like that's part of combating, you know, this huge scam situation is um, – the more information folks have, the better. Mm. Uh, and so that you, you have a Twitter account. Uh, tell us what the account is again. My national account is IRS News. Okay. And mine is here in Denver, KC underscore IRS. Okay, the uh, initials KC. C, correct. Okay. And uh, and then the Facebook account uh, is under what? Just IRS, IRS News. Just yeah. IRS News. Okay. Um, are there now? Uh, there are a number of things coming up on the uh, National Tax Security Awareness Week. By the way, you had mentioned not only the national returns, but you uh, you had mentioned in the press release to me uh, having to do with state returns. Is there? A cooperation between states and the IRS on on this. Yeah, absolutely. Back in 2015, we set up something called the Security Summit, um, and those folks are, you know, people from the state revenue, uh, or and, and also people from the major tax preparation companies, software companies, those types of things. Really, anybody in within the states that are concerned about things just like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are, you know, we've partnered with them at the Security Summit, and we've done a lot of great work as far as getting the word out about various things. Um, Texas Security Together was an awareness campaign we did, I believe it was last year. Um, we've done some things, too, that were just directly aimed at tax pros. Don't Take the Bait was a big campaign that we had, to. And, again, all of these folks are working together to help get that information out. Mm-hmm. And and however they can do it, if they, like I said, if they've got a newsletter, a quarterly newsletter, if they can put it in there, we really appreciate that. If they can tweet about it, hey, that's great, too. I want to look at, uh, as we close here each day in the Tax Awareness Week schedule, and anything you want to expand upon or comment on. Sure. Uh, Monday, November 27th, what to do if you're a victim of a data breach? <clears throat> do you want to comment on that? Sure. It's basically seven steps for safety. I went over some of those about, you know, protecting your computer, making sure you've got great passwords, mm-hmm. um, just doing some of those things at home, and make sure you're covering your cell phones, your um your pad, iPads or those types of items too, as well as your primary computer that you use. And then Tuesday, we're, we're giving our listeners a look ahead here for your week. Tuesday, November 28th, five ways to protect your identity online. 
again, more more things, just subtle subject, suggestions about um, HTTPS mm-hmm. and going to reputable online retailers, folks that you've heard of or know are valid out there, those types of things. And uh, Wednesday, November 29th, uh, phishing schemes, avoid the scams, uh, including IRS phishing schemes. Some things to take note when you get one of those phishing emails. A lot of times the English is not very, the grammar's a little off. Spelling's a little off. Mm -hmm. Um, They may use a logo, though, that you're very familiar with. So don't fall prey just to how it looks. I I told you I did that uh, Mm -hmm. nearly with my bank. Um, And, again, you can scroll over the the address that it came from. And mine was not from mybank.com as it should have been. Mm -hmm. So just some tips with that type of thing. Okay. And especially, I mean, don't buy the fact, like you said, uh, the logo, because they're stealing a logo. They're stealing it, yeah. Uh, but scroll over the address, and the real address will come up. And uh, if you don't recognize that address, okay. And boy, is that true, the language. Uh, it's usually, uh, I'm assuming, uh, somebody from another country Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've, we've had a big bust uh, about a year ago in, um, in, in India, uh-huh. where they cracked down on a call center that was placing those IRS impersonation mm-hmm. calls, and then that was a great bust. But they pop up as soon as we shut one down. So <laughs> I got a phone call from a person with a distinctly foreign accent who told me his name was Dave Smith. Well, and his name might be Dave Smith. I can't really validate that. But another thing, too. But but that was definitely a red flag. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing that I didn't mention about how to know if it's really the IRS is every IRS employee has a badge number. Mm. What you can do is take the employee's name and badge number and call our 800 line and seek to validate is this person really contacting me. Mm-hmm. So another a safety check. Same thing if the cable person sure. comes out to your house. You know, they should have a couple forms of ID and a method for you just so you don't let somebody in your house. And, and so these are the things that we're moving to now that mm-hmm. the scammers are out there. And don't ever feel ashamed asking a person for an ID. No. Yeah. No, just because they rang your bell and said that you're from mm-hmm. wherever, um, it, it, you know, it's due diligence, and anybody who's a legitimate employee of that organization should have no problem um, giving you the IDs or, or whatever validation. And as a matter of fact, if somebody rings your bell, shows an ID that could be bogus, you could go to the phone and call the IRS, right? You could, absolutely. And um, say, so-and-so and is yes. at my door. Of course, they'd be gone if, if they were not legitimate. If they, yeah. were, if they saw or, you go to your or phone. Or hoping that you were just bluffing, maybe. So I would yeah. place that call. And, yeah. and again, IRS employees have two badges, mm-hmm. uh, two identifications, yeah. and they'll more, be more than happy to let you call and verify. Boy, this has been really helpful. Karen, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Karen Connolly, uh, spokesperson for the IRS. And be watching for uh, November 27th, next week, to December 1st, Tax Security Awareness Week. I'm Tom Muller, and this has been Colorado Issues.